Daf today is being given as the Chus Rufu Shalem of Chaim Yitzchak Moshe Ben Esterazel, top of Ayin Dalar Medalif, the beginning of the Barak. Ketzad Tzoylinetz Pesach. How do they roast the carbon Pesach? So Tivin Shpud Shal Rimon. They bring a spit from a pomegranate tree. V'Teich Ve'Lusach Piv Ad Beis Nekuvasai. They poke it through the mouth of the Behema. As we said, we didn't they didn't cut the entire Behema. It was it was it was uh, roasted whole. They push it through until it comes comes out the back of it. The noisin has karav has been of and you stick its stomach and its uh, insides, its intestines that were taken to be cleaned out. You will put it back on the in, you will put it back inside the behema, inside the stomach, the walls of the behema. This is what Rabbi says. Rabbi says, "Kamin bishul if you would stick the intestines back into the behema, it would end up cooking machmas, the meats of the." Machmas, the juices and everything that's outside of it, of the meat of the behemoth. You stick it outside of it, on top of it, and um, what you would do is you'd have the intestines, the behemoth. I'm not sure what, what was on top, but you have the intestines, you have the intestines, then you would have, if you were holding the spit um, vertically, you would have the intestines on top, and then underneath it would be the mouth of the behemoth, and then the rest of the behemoth that way. Um, or maybe you flipped it over. Sorry, mouth of the behemoth might be down. Um, <coughs> sorry, and you uh, you and you put it outside, and that's how you roast it. You do not roast the pesach on a on a um, spit that was a metal spit, either matechas or barzal. You don't roast it on a metal spit. Veloyal askolay, not on a grill. Amr Tzadik said, Maisabir of Gamliel, Shamr Tevi Avdai, Gamliel told his servant Tevi, Tse Utsele Lonu Asa Pesach, Al Askola, go ahead and roast for us the Kavim Pesach on a grill. Now, the reason being is because it has to be Sli Esh, like we're about to see. And these cases where you're using <laughs> metal, it's going to be that the metal heats up, and then the metal is what's going to cook the behemoth versus, and it's not going to be Tsli Esh, it's going to be Tsli Machmas Davarach. Why do you have to bring a remind? Go ahead and bring a metal spit. Because it's gonna when you with metal you heat up part of it, it heats up the whole thing, it conducts the heat throughout the entire piece of metal. So therefore the metal is gonna get hot and then it's going to roast it. Machmas the the spit, Machmas the Pasuk says, it has to be roasted by fire and not Machmas something else. Go ahead and bring a palm tree. Why pomegranate? Why not a palm tree? Because the way a palm tree grows, there are grooves in the wood, grooves in the branches from the leaves, and therefore what's going to happen is these grooves are going to produce. Since it's not smooth, when you heat up the wood, when you put it into the fire, it's going to produce some moisture, and that moisture is now going to cook the behemoth versus roasting it, machmas, the fire. Uh, so this is in as grooves, it's going to uh, um, emit water, and it's going to make it like it's, uh, and then it's going to be cooking it. The nicely shall to Eina. Okay, so that explains why you can't use a palm tree. What about a fig tree? Use a branch from a fig tree. A wood from a fig tree. I did the mechalchal mapikmaya since the fig uh, the fig branches are hollow, so it's going to co- is going to emit water. I have it like a mavoshal, and it's going to be like it's cooking it. Why, why does the gemara say an issue with a pomegranate wood? 
No, but, but that doesn't have an issue. The Gemara wants to know why specifically a pomegranate wood. Mm-hmm. You could have picked any wood. Like the Gemara is about to say, but nice, he shall alon bring oak, shachar of carob tree, but shall sycamore, sycamore tree. Why bedafka? Pomegranate tree. What's special, unique about the pomegranate tree that you didn't, that you said bring it from that and not bring from any other tree? It says, I did the ispe kitri mapik maya. Since it has knots, so these other ones is oak or carob or sycamore, since it has knots, and you're going to need to u- cut the knot to make it smooth so you can use it as a spit, it's going to be mapik maya. It's going to emit water from the, pl- from the pl- place where the knot was. You now exposed by, by smooth, making it smoother by cutting it, and it's going to be mapigmai. It's going to ex- emit water, and then what's going to happen is the water is going to cook, and then it's going to be mavushal in the, those places where the water is. Affecting marushal, we nami is bekitri. Pomegranate trees also have knots in the in in the wood. It says she kitri, their their knots are smooth, therefore you don't need to cut them with a knife in order to be able to use it as a spit. So since it's smooth. It's not going to, you're not going to cut it, and therefore it's not going to emit water. If you want, you can say, or you could say that no, technically you would have to cut the knots if it was in a pomegranate tree, but we're talking about a pomegranate tree. It's only a year old, it doesn't have knots in the tree yet, in the wood. Back to Gemara, you have the space where it was cut from the wood, you have the, the, the space where it's cut off the, off the, off the tree, right? You cut this piece of wood off the tree, so the spot where it's cut off the tree is going to emit water, just like if you cut a knot, it's going to emit water. The end of the stick where it's going to be, where it was cut off the tree, is also going to emit water and, um, emit water and going to cook it. It says the mapik will be you stick the, the stick through far enough so that now it's outside of the behema. So when it cooks it, any water that's emitted is not going to touch the behavior. It's not going to cook it. It says, Masnisan the like Rabbi Yehuda. Our mission is not like Rabbi Yehuda. The Sanyu we learned in the rights of Yehuda Himer. It says, Kshim Shem Shaput Shal Eitz Eneinisvav. Just like a wooden spit doesn't burn. Kach Shaput Shal Matechas Eneinisvav. So too, a spit of made from metal is also not going to get hot. It's not going to boil. It's not going to heat up the behavior. Because what happens is when you stick the the wood inside the behema, it's surrounded by the behema, so the behema is cooling the wood, so the wood's not going to get hot, boiling hot to cook, right? So too, he says, it's the same thing, the behema's body is going to insulate the metal, and therefore it's not going to cook it. That's what Yehuda says. Amulai, from said back to him, it's not how it works. Wood does not conduct heat, so therefore, when you heat up part of it, the whole thing does not get hot. Metal conducts heat. You heat up one end of it, the entire metal gets hot. Mm-hmm. Cast iron? Cast iron. Any metal. Right. Yeah. Still. Makes sense. Yeah. That's any time, yes. So we said in the Mishnah, what do you do? You take the, you take, we had the Maklokas in the Mishnah, you take the intestines and you either put it inside or you put it on top. Tanya, Shmol, Kairu, called it when you put the when you put the intestines inside you will call it is the noise it makes when it boils up it gets hot so it makes like a boiling sound a rapid boil the bubbles popping makes a that's how it sounds and Rebetarfin calls it where you go ahead and do this you put the intestines you stuff the intestines inside it's called 
Makula is praised one, a nice one. Right? What happens is that behema, either it's because the behema looks nice and fat now, because it expands it, or because it's stuffed, and that's what, uh, or because the Lashon is being stuffed. Tanur Rabbanon, what is the case of a Gedim, what is a Gedim Akulus, the Asalech of Lele Pesach? What is these praiseworthy goat, right, this uh, goat that we, they called Gedim Akulus that was roasted that way on Pesach that you were not allowed to eat? Now, the Asalech of Lele Pesach is not as that, it's also to eat nowadays because it is near Ke'aychel Kachim, it looks like you're eating Kachim. We saw this earlier. In Makim Shanago, you're not allowed to eat there. Places right? we're not not allowed to eat roasted, a roasted um, lamb on on Pesach night. Well, we took it farther. The Gemara only discussed a roasted lamb, a roasted animal that that would be kosher for the carbon, for the carbon Pesach because then it looks like you are bringing you're eating kachim bechutz. It looks like you're eating kachim that you brought outside of the base of Mekdash. There's no base of Mekdash. And yet you're eating a roasted lamb, so it looks like you're eating kachim. So therefore it will be aser. So what is that case? That's aser. So kol shetzalu kulek ha'echad. And only, it's, a behavior, it's something that is roasted completely all at once. So you, you roast the entire thing at once. However, nechtach menu aver. You cut off one piece of a, one aver of it. Let's say you cut off one leg. Or nishlak mimenu aver. You cut off and cook one leg. Now it's no longer Gedimakulis, it's not how they roasted it, so it would be okay. fine to eat. Let me ask you, is there no issue of Gedimakulis uh, by a lamb? Or would they do nicker? They would do nicker. If there is an issue of Gedimakulis, they would do nicker. I don't know. Because it um, seems that you'd have the whole lamb. No, well, it, right. I, I just, if it has a Ged, then it would be a problem. Then you would have to remove it. I, I assume. Um, I don't. I don't recall if there's a get. Or, there is no get over there. I don't remember. Um, right, so the, these cases, whether you if you did if you cut off a leg, or you and roasted it, or you cut off a leg, cooked that leg, and you roasted it, and you roasted the rest of it. So that's not considered kedimikulos. Rectum mora hashdi yeshlamer nechtak menu ever. The afal gav de kamatvi lebahadei amet loy nishlak miboy. Once you already said that if you cut off a leg and you roast the rest of it completely, right, it's not it's completely minus a leg, right? You cut off one aver, that's not considered kedimikulos. Now where you tied, you took off an aver and you cooked that aver, you need to tell me that as soon as you cut it off to go cook it, it's already not kedimikulos because. Cutting it off and alone is enough. So why would you have to tell me that you cooked it? So I'm Rav No, the case of cooking isn't that you cut it off to cook that aver. Rather, you stuck that aver into the pot, just that aver into the pot while it was still connected. So you, held, you put the behemoth half in the pot, half out of the pot. You cook the leg in the pot. That is going to be also not Gedimakulis. Gedimakulis is a case where you roasted the entire behemoth all together at once. Roasted, all roasted. Meaning, this case of boiling the one leg while it's attached would not be good. That's not good. Right. That's what I said. Part of it is already cooked. Right. But you were roasting most of the animal, and one part of the animal was like in liquid somehow in the pot or whatever. Right. Like that that that's the case. Yeah. That's the that's the case of shalko. 
one part of the animal was cooked while the rest of it was roasted. But the behemoth is all complete. Amar Rabbah. Rabbah says, Haimulaisa Sharia. This case of stuffed duck or stuffed lamb is. This case of stuffed. We're gonna, well, this is going to get. Today's daft is going to get you hungry. It's talking about meat, meat, and more meat. This case, and all different types, all different cases of meat. Yeah. We might, we might, you might get nauseous at one point. It <laughs> would have been good to have show and tell today. Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says, Haimulaisa Sharia, this case of. Stuffed bird or either stuffed poultry or a bird or a stuffed uh, lamb is mutter. What is this talking about? There's a halacha that when you shech the behemoth, there's an iser. Let's back up. There's an iser to eat the dam of a behemoth. In order to avoid the iser of dam, we, we take salt and we salt the behemoth. We let it sit for about an hour on the behemoth. Take a lot of salt. Salt the behemoth. It draws out the blood. Any blood that's left in it is not going to be usher because it didn't come out. And the dam of the behema that's in the avarim, dam avarim, is only usher if it comes out. So if you salt it enough, it's going to absorb out all the blood, and then you can go ahead, cook, and you don't have to worry about how you, what, what you're doing with this, with this meat. It is not a problem. Now, what about if I'm roasting it? If I'm roasting it, sli and broiling it, roasting slash roasting it, I do not need to salt it. The broiling and roasting it, well, I shouldn't say I do not need to, the broiling or roasting it will draw out most of the, will draw out the blood. It's a makhlikis rashi and tesis here, whether or not you need a little salt to roast it or not. Rashi holds, you have to salt it a little bit, draw out some of the blood, and then roast it, and then it's fine. Tesis says that, no, you're not required to, to salt it at all, the salting that we see that happens with roasting, that's done for flavor. That's Machlikis Rashi tells us whether you need a little salt or not. So Rashi explains our Gemara that you salt it a little. little. <laughs> oh, there it was. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a wasp coming at me. It was quite large. <laughs> So you salted it a little. According to Rashi, you salted it a little. According to Taisvis, you didn't salt it at all. What did you do? You took raw meat that was unsalted, so it's not kosher to eat yet because of the dam, and you stuffed it into this bird. Now, what are you doing with this chicken? Right? You have your stuffed cape on here. You're roasting it. So what happens when you roast it? It draws out the blood. But the blood's going to go into the chicken. So why is it mutter? Why does Rav, Rav, Rav say, say that it's mutter? So Abayah dama. it's absorbing the blood. The chicken is going to absorb the blood as soon as it comes out of the meat that it's stuffed into it. Now, it could be chicken or it's lamb, whatever it is. It's, you're stuffing, you're, what you're doing is you're taking meat from another behemoth and you're stuffing it into, let's say, this chicken, and, right, turducken, whatever it is, you're sticking one out here, it's sheep. Um, you're stuffing it in between the meat of the, this other behemoth and the bone. Right? Stuffing it. No, you didn't salt anything. But you're roasting it. So you don't need to salt it. But the problem is that it's, gonna, it's going to... The, the raw meat that you took and put into this is going to emit dam and it's going to get absorbed into the other, into what it was stuffed into. So Amale, so, so Abai says, it's going to absorb the dam. So then it's also, you 
the way it, it just like it, it absorbs the dam, it's going to emit the dam. Right? So as you're roasting it, even if it absorbs it, the roasting will draw out the dam and it will cause it to, it will cause that the the whatever the bird whatever it is that it's stuffed into, mm-hmm. to emit whatever dam it did absorb. Now, that means this was all talking about a case of roasting it. In case this mulaisa, if I stuff it and I stick it into a, into a pot to cook it, that's going to be aser. There's no kabbalah kachpolta when it comes to cooking. That's going to absorb it. There it will absorb it. If I didn't salt the chicken, I didn't salt the meat before I stuffed it into this chicken, it's going to cause the chicken to be aser if I cook it that way. Here we're talking about a case where I'm roasting it. The Gemara wants to bring a raya now. Let's say it's a raya to this din of Rabbah, that let's say the, our case of our Mishnah is a raya to Rabbah, because it says, you stick the, the intestines into the behemoth, right? you stick it into its stomach. Why is it, right? How could you do that? I, it's going to be, the dam is going to get, it's going to come out of the, of the intestines, and going to be absorbed into the rest of the behemoth. It says, Lav Mishum Damrin and Kabbalah Kachbalta is not because we say just like it emits, absorbs it, it emits it. Amri, Shani Hasam, we say over there by our case of the Mishnah, Kivin Deku Besashkita Mechalchal, since the Besashkita is hollow and it is facing down, made of diving, it's going to drip out. So even though you don't, you can't say that it's a riot, that it's Kabbalah Kachbalta here. Because the way you roast the chicken, the way, the way you roast the chicken, the way you roast the carbon pesach is you have it that the base hashkrit is facing down, and as soon as the blood comes out, it's going to drip down. Any blood that's coming out is going to go down through the cavity created by the shkita, and it'll go out the shkita. The cavity, and they don't slice the animal in half when they take out the abar. Well, no, I meant the meaning. I meant the middle. They could, but the way it's. Go the well, way you shaft it, it is. It's going down. One open. Yeah, there is. I'm not, but it doesn't help because it's on the side, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't shoot out. It goes down. Gravity, laws of gravity. What the blood will drip down. So therefore, you don't need to come onto Kabbalah Kachpolta to say it's motor. It's not an issue that it's it because the base Hashkita will cause the blood to go out through the base Hashkita. Okay, so that's not a raya. Name him Sayyale, let's say the following case is a raya. Halev Kaira Umaitsi as Damai. Lai Karu Kaira La Akar Bishulai. The heart, you want to eat the heart. Heart has more blood than um the, the heart generally has more blood in it than the rest of the body. So if you want to eat the heart, so the Gemara says, Allah is Kairai Umaitsi as Damai. You cut it, you 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 rip it in half, meaning you cut it in half. And you might see the dam, and you let the blood come out, and then you can go ahead and roast it and eat it. However, like karu, if you forgot to cut it open beforehand to take the blood out, you can cut it even after cooking it. And we assume that the bishula here means roasting it. Umotar, it's going to be mutter. My time, Allah, Mishum, Damirina, Kabbalah, Kachpalta, is not because what we say when you're roasting it, the way it's going to emit it, just like it's absorbing it, it's going to emit it. The heat that causes it to absorb will also cause it to emit. It says, Shani Lev Lev, the heart is smooth, the skin of the heart, the, the skin, the muscles, the, the 
fibers of the of the heart are smooth, and therefore it is not by layout. Since it's smooth, it doesn't cause it, it doesn't allow it to absorb. So even if I cooked it, the halacha would be I cut it open and take out the blood after, and then I could eat the meat. The whatever comes out is not going to be absorbed back in. Ah, so whether are you allowed to eat the heart? The heart is kosher. Mm-hmm. However, it is kosher l'shikha, because you forget. It's not l'chatchila. However, I actually, I actually looked into this years ago when I lived in Eretz Yisrael because there was a new shlachtos. They actually sold it. There was one shlachtos that was selling the hearts. Um, the hearts, um, I didn't actually, I didn't eat it. But the hearts are their kosher l'shikha. I believe it was outside, outside of Yerushalayim. The minig was not to eat the hearts because I don't know when it was, but there was a famine in Eretz Yisrael, and outside of outside of Yerushalayim they had accepted upon themselves not to eat the hearts. The minig was not to eat it because it was kosher l'shecha. However, inside Yerushalayim, the minig was they did not accept the minig on themselves not to eat the hearts because they needed it for this because of the famine. So therefore, the minig was not. To avoid uh, to avoid eating the hearts, and therefore in Yerushalayim you were allowed to eat the hearts. So it seems to be that it was a minagamakim thing. Um, here in America, I've never seen it. I don't think you're allowed. Think it comes down to, to this. Oh, it could be. Yeah. Allowed, so. I think there's certain things that they can't sell. Yeah. That could be. But but anyway, it's kosher I, I know somebody who ate like chicken hearts. In Israel. A chicken heart. Yeah, you can get them in Israel. You're able to get them. Yeah. I remember them selling it. Yeah, there's a restaurant for that. Yeah. Okay, so but but the hearts you don't have to worry about dam because as long as you remove the dam, even after cooking, it's going to be mut. One second, you said this So one second. I Ravan Saba, he was tafle Yehuda Guzla. He 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 breaded the uh, he coated in breading this um, dove dove Wellington. dove Wellington. Yeah, it says pastry. It's a pastry. Yeah, it is. He wrapped it in a pastry, and he said, and Rav said to him, if it tastes good, if the dough, if the pastry is a good pastry, bring it to me, and I'm going to eat it. I when as soon as he roasted, the case was that it was roasted this way. And it wasn't salted beforehand, and yet, how is Rav eating it? It's going to, it's going to, if you don't say Kabbalah Kachpoltai, how are you going ahead, right? Because what do we want to bring a Raya, wanted to bring a Raya that everything was Kabbalah Kachpoltai, and we fell off of those cases, so you're telling me it's not because of Kabbalah Kachpoltai, so then, how does Rav eat it? As soon as it, it, it's going to absorb into the dough, the dough is going to be also to eat because it's going to have dam. Or it says a hibismida demifara. That case was where the dough was made of a very fine flour that it wouldn't stick to the it wouldn't stick to the um, to the meat if the blood came out. It wouldn't stick to the meat. It would fall apart and fall off. The dough would fall apart and fall off of the meat. So anything that was left on the meat was not going to have blood in it. Okay, fine. That's case one. Iva harave klolu beirish galusa v'taflu be v'taflu bar avza. He had a pastry-covered goose. Um, sounds like it was a goose schnitzel. But uh, theirs, was, theirs was more of a dough versus a, a breading, a coating on it. The tafule bar azas, and they did that also. They wrapped this, this, goose in, uh, this goose meat in dough. 
an Amr, and he, Rav said, If not that I saw that the dough of it was clear, clear, clear like a white coin, so then I would not have eaten it, right? Meaning, if he couldn't tell that there was no red to it, he wouldn't have eaten the bread, the, the, the pastry part of it, because if it was red, then it, had, it would have a, a it would have, means it has dam in it. So he wouldn't eat in it. If you say the same way it, it absorbs it emits, so what difference does it make if it was clear or not? Whatever coloration happens to this bread is not a problem with dam because the dam was 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 emitted from it, right? Just like it absorbed it, you're saying, oh, the bread absorbed the dam, it also emitted the dam. Because you're roasting it this way. So it says, no. Hasam. The Chivra, the Sharer, over there, it is talking about that it was, um, uh, the, the flour was white flour, like our regular white flour. It was a coarser flour than Smida. So it didn't fall apart, but it, but it absorbed, it was able to absorb the blood, and therefore it wouldn't come out. Is the smida. If you use for the pastry, you use the fine flour. Whether there's red to the flour or there is no red to the flour, it's mutter because if it was, if it was, if the dam came out, it would cause the bread to fall apart, the dough to fall apart, and it would fall off. The the white flour, not as fine flour, coarser flour. If it's clear, Meaning you don't see red in the dough, then it's going to be mutter. Eli, however, if you see red in it, aser, it is aser. To sharkemachem, all other flowers, asmik aser. If it's red, it's aser. Loy asmik shari. If it's not red, it is going to be mutter because if it's red, it has dam. If it's not, it doesn't have gingerbread, then it is mutter because there's no dam. Haimulisa. This case of the stuffed chicken that we said, manda aser afilu pumalatacha. The one who holds its usser, he holds its usser even if it's face down, right? You open up the side of the capon and stuff it, the side of the chicken, and you stuff it. So even though, even if you have it facing down, it's going to be uh, usser. Even though I would think, wait a second, when the dam comes out, it's going to drop down. Still, he holds its usser. The one who holds its mutter holds that. Kabbalah tells me that when it, even when it's faced up, even if the dam comes out, the, the, the fire is going to cause it to be emitted and burn it and draw it out, and it's not going to be absorbed into this animal, into this food. The Hilchasat, Allah is Mulisa, Shari, Afilipum, Lael. This case of Mulisa is Mutter, even with the mouth towards the top, like we said, because it's Kabbalah Kachbalter. Umtza, Beyu, Mizraki, case of raw meat, testicles, and veins of the neck, Pligiba, Ravacha, Viravina. Machloikis Ravacha Ravina Bakolatarikula. Anytime you find the Machloikis Ravacha Ravina, Kolatarikula, Ravacha Lakum Ravina Kula, whenever you find the Machloikis Ravacha Ravina, it doesn't tell you who held what. So always Ravacha is the one who's going Lakuma and Ravina is going to Lakula. The Ilkhus Kiravina Lakula, and Allah will always be like Ravina Lakula, the Barmahani Talas, except for these three cases, the Ravacha Lakula, Ravacha is the one who went Lakula, Ravina Lakuma, and Ravina went to Lakumra, the Ilkhus Kiravacha Lakula, and Allah is like Ravacha Lakula, which comes out that any Machloikis Ravacha and Ravina, 
you always go lekula. Halach is always lekula. The question is whether it was Ravina who said lekula, which is all over the place, except for these three things that Rav Acha went lekula here. What are these cases? Hai umtza, you have the raw meat, the asmik that is red, chatche umalche. You cut it and you salt it, afilu lekedera shari, even into to put it into the pot. It is mutter. Now again, you're not salting it. Um, and you're not salting it um, completely. You're only salting it a little bit. I'm sorry. Hi, umtza, the asmik. This case of raw meat, the, the asmik that was red, right? So you know there's blood there. You cut it and you salt it. I feel a little shari, then it's mutter to put it into a pot and cook it. You salt it and drew, drew out all the blood, so you're fine. Shapte bishpude shari. You stick it onto a spit, it's going to be mutter to roast it that way. Right? Because roasting does not need to be salted beforehand. Why? Because made of dive, it's going to drip out. The way the blood comes out, it's going to drip down, it's going to go away. Achde agumre, you placed it onto coals, so now it's laying flat on coals. That's where the Maklekes Ravachi Ravina is. Chad Aser Vechad Shari. One holds its Aser and one holds its Mutter. Manda Aser, the one who holds its Aser. Mitzmas Tzamas. The way placing it on coals will cause it to cook. It's going to cause it to shrink and shrivel. It's going to cause it to absorb back into itself and not be not emit the blood, but keep it inside. Manda Shari, the one who holds its Mutter. Mishav Shav. The, the heat of the coals will draw out the way it cooks it. It will draw out the blood from the piece of meat, and it will be fine. The helchasad alacha is mishav shayv. It draws it out, and therefore it's mutter. V'chein bei, so too the alacha will be the same case with the testicles of the behemah. And if you cut them open and you salt it, then even to put it in a pot and cook it is fine. Talinu bishbuda to hang it on a. Spit sharyon is mutter because made of daiv. It's going to the the blood's going to drip down. Achtinu agumri, you placed it on the coals. So pligibla ravacha ravinu chad aser vechad shari. Machlekes ravacha ravinu. One holds its aser, one holds its mutter. Right? We said here it's ravacha who went lekula. The aser and chad shari man the aser the one who holds its aser is mitzvah tamis and causes it to shrivel and keep the blood in. Man the shari mishav shariv it draws out the blood. So too, the veins of the neck, the thicker veins of the neck, they carry more blood. If you cut them open and salt them, so then you made a mutter for the right? You salted it and took out the blood. Mutter to cook it. You hang it on the spit. And the beisashchita is facing down. So then, shari, it's going to be mutter because made of dive, it's going to cause that the blood drips down out of it, doesn't go back into the... The food. Achtei agumri. You placed it on coal. Pligi by Ravacha. Ravina. Chad aser. Vechad shari. Machloik is Ravacha and Ravina. One holds its aser. One holds its mutter. Man the aser. Mitzvah tzamis. Man the shari. Mishav shav. Now here again, it's the same case. But if it's you hold its aser, it's because it draws it in. The one that and the one who holds it, its mutter, it's because it draws it out versus causing it to go. Hechusal alach is mishav shav. It draws it out when you place it on coal. Hi umtza. This piece of raw meat, the asmik chaliy, that it's. Um, vinegar is red. One of the things they did to draw out the blood is they would put it, what? Okay, the gravy. There's two. I'm sure there's a note there. There's two ways to learn this. Either the gravy is red. The gravy that comes out of this we'll go with the gravy. The gravy that comes out of this piece of raw meat 
is red, um, mm-hmm. aser, it, then the gravy is aser. Loy asmek chalye shari. Loy asmek, if it's not red, the gravy is not red, then chalye shari, its gravy will be mutter. The note, yes, there's two ways. Rashi brings two ways. Taisvist learns it. It's referring to whether or not the vinegar itself has blood in it and then the blood is, uh, then the vinegar was aser. Or the vinegar itself does not have blood in it, it's also, or are we referring to just the piece of meat, but everybody agrees the vinegar is going to be vinegar or the gravy will be also. So, the question is there's two ways to learn it. If you say it's going on the piece of meat, so then the question is we look at this gravy, we look at this vinegar to see if it got red, took out all the blood, and then the meat will be mutter, but the vinegar slash gravy is always also, or are we going on the Gravy is does did it get blood in it or not to say that this is now Usr. Ravina says even if it is not red, the the the, the gravy is not red, the, the gravy didn't get red, it will still be Usr. Why? Because he asked the Lesbe Shariki Dhamma because it's impossible that it does not have um, streaks of blood in it, there has to be blood in it. Now again, makes a difference which way we're going. Is it going back on the meat? Now we're saying the meat is going to be also because this was not considered a good enough way to draw out the blood, or we're we going on the vinegar slash gravy. We're saying the gravy will always have some sort of blood and that will be also. He would swallow this blood, this, uh, he would just swallow it up, this um, the, the gravy, he would swallow up the gravy without a problem. And those say that Ravashi himself, um, either that, right, so his question was going on Amemar or if it was going on Ravashi himself would swallow this and not worry about blood being in the vinegar slash grape. said to Ravashi, Abba, my father, this vinegar that he used once to go ahead and draw out the dam from the from the piece of meat, that once he did it, used it once, he wouldn't use it a second time. Why is it different than weak vinegar that we they did use it, the chalitin bay that they did use it to remove blood? Both are weak, so why would you not use it? So over there where it's just weak vinegar, so that weak vinegar still has the potency of the fruit, of it, the potency of the vinegar in it, but it was just never used. Right? It's weaker, but it was never used, so it has the potency of it, and it could absorb out the blood. However, this one that was used already once, once you use it, the potency of the fruit of it, the potency of the vinegar is gone, and therefore, it won't be able to absorb out, uh, remove the blood, absorb out the blood from the piece of meat. So therefore, you couldn't use it a second time.